Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today we have a little bit of a different kind of episode for you. We are going to be highlighting our harbor hosts and all the great things that they do for our members, and we'll be introducing you to the four Harbor Host of the Year finalists. We've recorded some discussions with them, and we'll be bringing those to you. Before we get down to that, though, let's take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral-level sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes & Associates, Dog River Marina, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. All right, business at hand today is our Harbor Host program. And for those of you who are not familiar with the program, our Harbor Hosts are simply other loopers who are volunteering their time and their knowledge to the rest of us as we cruise through their home areas. So they provide all different types of services depending on what they are able to do and what they've got time to do. Uh, But many will provide recommendations on services or restaurants or sites to see in the area. Many will um, help you with finding a marina if they've got uh, some connections at some of those, which usually isn't a difficult thing that you'd need a harbor host for. But they're more than happy to help you with any of those types of things and um, just provide you local knowledge. That's the basics of it. But you will find that our harbor hosts of the year have gone way above and beyond those basic forms of assistance. Anyone can be a harbor host as long as you're an AGLCA member. You don't have to have finished the loop, although many have, and this is their way of giving back to those coming behind them. But our first finalist for Harbor Host of the Year is actually not done the loop yet. They're still a few years away from that. Uh, But we do have a lot of people who have just joined AGLCA and are volunteering their services, Harbor Hosts, because they do have knowledge of their local area. And let me tell you, it's a great way to have an opportunity to chat with the loopers coming through and kind of pick their brains a bit. So if you're new to the idea of the loop and are looking for some people to talk to, volunteering to be a harbor host is a great way to do that. So I'd like to introduce you to one of our four finalists, Bruce Bruce and Buffy Miller, and they're the ones I mentioned who are brand new to the loop. So let's hear from Bruce and Buffy. Bruce and Buffy, thanks for joining me, and congratulations on your nomination as Harbor Host of the Year and for making it to the finalist panel. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, let's start. Just tell us where you're Harbor Hosts and what made you decide to volunteer to do that. Um, well, we're located in Cape May, New Jersey. Um, it is the probably the last intercoastal port you can stop in before going out front into the Atlantic Ocean. And as far as why we became Harbor Hosts, I'll let Buffy answer that one. Um, Bruce actually got to come home from work and be surprised with me saying that we were Harbor Hosts for Cape May. And mm-hmm. when I had signed up um, to become a member, I looked and saw that Cape May did not have a Harbor Host. And I was like, well, this is our home port. We boat here all the time. We've got mm-hmm. connections in the boating industry, so we can kind of help people out. So he came home 
one day to me saying, honey, we're Harbor hosts. <laughs> well, and I love that you also did that as a, a pretty new member because a lot of the and, – and the other finalists for Harbor Host of the Year are all gold loopers who have done the trip. Um, and I think Herb Seaton probably started the trend last year with kind of a newer member – um, but I think it's a great way for new members to get involved and to really kind of pick the brains of the loopers coming through. So I love that you joined the association and then almost immediately became Harbor Host. But I think you also kind of had some trial by fire. I think you got some uh, pretty intense calls for help a little bit early in. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Um, yeah, you can call it a, a hazing or initiation. <laughs> um, yeah, Herb... Um, our first call was from Herb, and anybody who read any of the story knows um, it was quite an endeavor. Um, so that kind of threw us in both feet right out of the gate. Um, we had talked about, you know, what we were going to provide and how we could provide things, and we probably put together a PDF file of things, local things that would help people out, you know, stores, medical pets, that kind of thing. And then, you know, and then we got the call from Herb, and that kind of just um, – changed directions a little bit and gave us more insight on what we can actually offer to loopers, uh, even though we're not experienced at actually doing the loop. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's that's true because all it really takes is um, a little bit of local knowledge uh, to tell people what kind of things they can see and do, but also to find them some resources and help out when they need. So uh, after Herb's experience with you, did you have some a little bit – what? we might call a little bit more standard experiences with loopers who maybe didn't need quite as much, but um, we're just interested to learn more about Kate May. Yeah, I think after that, Herb helped us because we were able to, while we were assisting him, we picked his brain and what he did for loopers that came through um, Tarpon Springs. So mm -hmm. um, we had also given him the use of our, we have a little truck and we left it there and he just passed the keys on from one looper to the next. So after Herb got back on his way, we kept up the, um, we would just leave the truck locked with a lockbox at the local marina, and loopers would just call us. We'd give them a code, and they could use that. We met a bunch for dinner, um, docktails. We tried to meet up with everyone that we could, but a lot of times people would wait for weather to get to Cape May, and then when they had a weather opportunity, they would leave Cape May. So some of them just was a quick in and out stop. Sure. Well, and leaving your truck keys in a lockbox is certainly above and beyond, and I know a lot of people appreciated that. Do you two have plans to do the loop in the future? Um, yes. I'm, unfortunately, I have a few more years before I can retire, which is mm -hmm. probably going to be required to do the loop. Um, mm -hmm. So probably within, I'd say within eight years, we will do the loop. Um, until then, we'll just continue being a harbor host and helping out the ways we think we can. Well, that's great. We appreciate it. And on behalf of all of the loopers that you've helped this season, we thank you. And congratulations again on being nominated for Harbor Host of the Year. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you both. Hopefully we'll see you on the water. All right. So we're back, and Bruce and Buffy, of course, um, you heard a little bit about their experiences, but I do want to share some of the things submitted when they were nominated. And they, they spoke a little bit about the assistance they gave Herb, and what had happened there was that he was uh, had experienced some boat damage um, uh, from a channel marker. And what Herb submitted, Bruce and Buffy showed up immediately, offered unlimited use of their pickup truck. 
Together we made a plan, and I immediately set off to the nearest Lowe's to buy all the necessary parts for a temporary repair so I could continue on my loop. By the time I got back to the boat, Bruce had been home, picked up materials to facilitate all the temporary, temporary repairs. These included, but were not limited to, large pieces of wood, jacks, webbing, straps, tools, beer, etc., Everything damaged and out of place when I left was already back in place, jacked up, pulled back into alignment, and ready to begin repairs. This would have been a big task for any two or three people. Bruce did it alone. Um, another nomination, and all of our finalists did have multiple nominations um, mentioned. Bruce and Buffy follow the forum, and when you arrive, if you have been posting, they remember you. They had followed our forum posts on Waldo's and showed up with a koozie in the form of a life jacket jacket for Waltos, and having found out that I was in the U.S. Coast Guard, as was Bruce, brought me an air station sticker for my door. That is getting to know someone. So many thanks to Bruce and Buffy for going above and beyond this year. For those of you who are members and are wondering how you find a harbor host, it's really very simple. You do need to be logged in at the greatloop.org website. Once you do that, as you probably already know, just about everything for members can be found on the member resources menu. So go to the member resources menu select Harbor Hosts from there. And there are two ways to search for Harbor Hosts. You can either search by name. If you've heard of a Bruce and Buffy Miller, for example, and want to search by their name, you can do that. But probably more useful is to search geographically. And that link will bring up our Great Loop interactive map. Any place on the map that you see a ring buoy, there is a Harbor Host there. And by clicking the ring buoy, you'll see all of their contact information. You can also zoom in very quickly to the area that you're currently in by using the search box in the upper right and just typing something nearby you. That should zoom you right in to find a nearby harbor host. Another nomination we had this year was for Foster Shucker and Susan Wilson, who are on the Chesapeake. Uh, let me tell you a few of the responses we got to their nomination. Um, first, he helped us get a slip for two weeks while we went home. He was so kind to come meet us at the boat when we arrived. He invited us to a great outing at his yacht club. Um, it was a wine glass swap, and he even picked up special wine glasses for us to swap so we could be part of the fun. The last day there, he invited us to an ice cream social the club put on. He was just the best and such a good person with a wealth of information. Um, another nomination, not only did he help me on the C&D Canal, he has also helped me with weather issues on Lake Michigan and the Atlantic Ocean. Very knowledgeable, always very helpful. Um, several more, but another shared a story of Foster being unable to be there when they arrived at his home marina, Bohemia Bay. What a lot of people don't know about Foster is he also has a nonprofit that supports robotics in schools, which is just an awesome program. That's really, besides the Great Loop, is his passion. Um, so when this particular boat arrived, he could not be there because of um, his robotics program, but he had phoned the dock master and made sure everything was set for their arrival. Um, and then they said, while sitting in our salon around 6.30 p.m., there was a knock on the door, and I opened the salon slider to greet Foster. We were really pleased to meet him, but I asked why he was here. Um, he said he had just gotten off his robotics class and drove 90 minutes to get to the marina so he could meet them. Uh, we were blown away at this obvious display of a true friend and advocate on the waters of the loop. Later, we would learn that he was actually 10 minutes 
from home when he drove 90 minutes to greet us, knowing that he would be driving another 90 minutes to get back home afterwards. So just one example of um, Foster's willingness to help out other loopers. He also was kind of instrumental in the group of great harbor hosts we have on the Chesapeake that actually uh, notify each other as loopers are coming through the bay. So they kind of hand the loopers off one to the next, particularly those who may be having some mechanical difficulties. So thanks to Foster for that. Um, here is an interview with Foster. All right. Well, Foster, thank you for joining me today. Let's start, if you could, uh, tell me a little bit about why you and Susan are harbor hosts. Well, it's really a way to pay, pay back or really, truly pay forward our experience on the loop. Uh, we met lots of great people that helped us on the way, and it made a big difference to our trip. You know, our trip that we did, um, and we pay it forward in some other ways. For example, we bought seven of those giant round orange fenders, and mm -hmm. gave a couple of those away, and said to people, "Take these on your loop, and when you're done with them, give them to another looper." So we've done stuff like that to make people's life a little easier on the way. Such a great idea because there are so many things that you kind of buy as you go along that you don't have much of a need for once you're finished. So to, to kind of pass those forward is a great idea. Um, you're on the upper part of the Chesapeake Bay, and I know that the Chesapeake Bay Harbor host specifically last season really kind of banded together. So tell us a little bit more about how the Harbor Host program is working on the Chesapeake. Okay. So there's about a dozen Harbor Hosts on the bay. There's about four of us that are really active. Uh, and what we try to do is, is down to far and Doug Smith down there, he'll grab loopers that are coming out of Norfolk and then let us know that they're coming. Uh, I also get a lot of emails from people saying we're planning our trip, and I'll send them back information of places to go, things to see, stuff to do while they're here, uh, problems that they may come in with, you know, shoaling in some of the places so they know what's going on. And then we email back and forth and, and sort of keep track of them as they come up and down. Mm -hmm. Well, you mentioned kind of filling people in on, you know, potential shoaling and things to see and do while they're on the bay. Tell us a little bit more about what you do as a harbor host for the people coming through, because everybody puts a little bit of a different spin on it. So tell us how you handle it. Okay. So um, it's, it's pretty simple. Like I said, most stuff is setting people up with places to go, things to do. The, the bay is a very large location, and you can easily spend all summer here looking at things so we try to get them a list of things that they're interested in and then make sure that they see the, the big things along along the way. As a harbor host though I'm available to do the normal things you know pick people up, take them to the grocery market we have a, an awesome uh, produce market up here trips to the vet, you know all that kind of stuff that we can do because my area is really both ends of the C&D canal starting down the Bohemia River running over to Delaware City. I live in the middle of those two places. It's easy for me to get to either marina and lots of loopers will ship stuff to me so then they don't have to worry about which, making a time point. They've got a better range of time so they can go and get their packages and stuff. So that's, you know, that kind of stuff. I don't have any kind of special, you know, gift bags or things that we show up with. It's just local knowledge of what's going on, uh, where to go next. Uh, places to see and hand uh, yeah, them on the way. You know, one of the things I hear when I talk to people is, is kind of a hesitance to contact the harbor host. And I try to encourage them that, you know, people are volunteering to do this because they really want to. 
Um, but what would you to say to somebody who kind of has that impression, particularly people who are kind of new to the loop and haven't quite experienced the camaraderie yet? What would you say to them if they're feeling like maybe they're bothering you if they contact you for some assistance? Oh, it's it's absolutely no bother at all. And that's, that's the big thing. We've all been on the loop, and we've all met people on the way that have really made a difference. Like we pulled into one location. It was late. The marina office was closed. We're talking to a guy in the dock, and he says, oh, here's the keys to my truck. You know, bring it back. And I'm like, you don't know us. And he's like, it's okay. You're going to come back. So that kind of hospitality makes a huge difference. And it's really not an imposition. You know, I know a lot about the Chesapeake Bay. I love the Chesapeake Bay. The other harbor hosts are, you know, love the bay also and want to make this this section the greatest experience on the trip. So it's not a big deal. Send us an email, you know, and, it's, and it's, you know, even if it's to say, coming through, I think I'm going to be okay, but if I need you, I'll give you a call. It's fine. Right. And you, of course, are joining us at the Spring Rendezvous to speak about the Chesapeake Bay, so we're looking forward to that. Um, thank you, Foster, for joining me, and, and a special congratulations to you and to Susan for your nomination and for being selected as finalist for Harbor Host of the Year. Okay, cool. It's been, it's been fun, we're, and we're looking forward to, to next year and seeing all the people that come through. You know, it's been exciting for us because I've met some of the, the big names on the, the forums, like you know, Kim Healy, Herb Seaton, Alex, uh, Ron and Jan, and high points of people that you see and, and go, I'd like to meet them. So I got to talk to the fabulous Charles, uh, mm -hmm. who was single handling on Plan B, and I got to meet the the Wilson family with all the kids. It was just, it's great to meet all these people coming through. Awesome, and that's definitely the spirit of it, and we appreciate all the help you've provided to Loopers. Thanks a lot, Foster. Okay, Kim. Talk to you later. See you next week. Okay. Next month, Thanks. I guess. Bye. Bye. We're back, and we're going to take a quick break to hear a message from one of our sponsors. When we return, we'll hear from our other two finalists for Harbor Host of the Year. When traveling by boat, you can now explore great marinas and book your boat slip with Snagaslip. When planning your trip, relax and use Snagaslip. When you're underway and you need a place to stop, don't freak. We'll find you the perfect dock. Need a slip on your trip? Don't freak, you've got snag a slip. Explore, book, boat. Snag a slip, snagaslip.com. We're back on Great Loop Radio. Today we're featuring our Harbor Hosts, in particular our four Harbor Hosts of the Year finalists. In addition to the four finalists, though, we did have several other nominees who we want to take a moment to recognize. Ken Goey, Pat and George Hospodar, Dan and Fawn Johnson, Rob and Glenda Liss, Mike and Becky McGee, Kitty Nikolai, who was actually our 2015 winner, Ken Purcell, Mike and Leanne Rowe, and Herb Seaton, who was our 2016 winner. So thanks to all of them for also going above and beyond. The next finalist we want to spotlight is uh, Francis Levine and Helene LaPonte. Um, and excuse my French, it is not good, but Francis and Helene are harbor hosts on the Ottawa River right si outside of Quebec. Um, in their nomination forms, this is what other members uh, said about them. They offer their private dock to loopers along a stretch of the Ottawa River with not too many other alternatives. We were treated to cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, dinner, and conversations that lasted into the night. And another nomination, Francis and Helene offered us the use of their dock while we took a side trip by plane to Nova Scotia. They were gracious and generous, even dropping us off and picking us up at the airport one hour away. So let's hear from Francis. 
Francis, thanks for joining me, and thanks uh, for all of you've done for Loopers this year. Congratulations to you and Helene for being finalists for Harbor Host of the Year. Yes, well, it's not a high uh, high volume operations, but uh, every time somebody comes up at the dock, we, it is a gift for us. Well, that that's very sweet the way you put that. That it's a gift for you. Explain why it's a gift for you. Well, it sort of get, gets us back into the mood of the loop. Uh, we we uh, we're go looper from uh, 2015. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, and we sort of like to see the people we met along the way and other people. Well, what are some of the things that you like to do for loopers that are coming through? And tell us where you geographically are when you're doing your harbor host duties. Well, we're on the Ottawa River, mm -hmm. and we're about uh, four miles upriver from the Chateau Montebello. Mm -hmm. So anytime you want to visit the chateau but not stay an overnight, you can go to the chateau, have a lunch or a beer, and then come to our dock for the overnight. It's a bit cheaper. <laughs> well, that is a very nice offer. Tell us what some of the things that you did for the loopers coming through this season were. Yeah, basically, well, we have a dock. We, we live waterfront. We have a dock. The dock can accommodate up to six boats. So we have two boats of our own, my son and, my, and, and mine. And um, uh, then you, you uh, overnight, you can overnight, you can, in fact, uh, Salty there, our friend Jonathan, uh, stayed two weeks mm -hmm. because he went, on, he went on an errand to Halifax. So um, things like that. And uh, then, then when you get home, of course, it's, uh, it's cocktail, five o'clock somewhere in the world. And uh, <laughs> we... Uh, there's a barbecue on the patio. We have the house, the shower, uh, and uh, the washing machine, dryers. Uh, so that's that's the kind of thing. I even have a, a kind of a shop because I, I tinker around boats a lot. So uh, we have shops, tools, uh, welding, uh, things like that. Well, what are some of the more memorable experiences you've had with some of the boats coming through? Does anything stand out in your mind? Oh, well. Salty was uh, certainly an interesting one, as we said. He, he came up, uh, we got in contact. He contacted me, I think, probably out of the the, the Looper's uh, map for uh, Arbor Host. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he, he stayed around for two weeks. Uh, as I say, the boat was at the dock for two weeks. And, well, we had a few memorable, memorable nights drinking uh, grape juice. Uh, <laughs> Uh, fermented <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and other things because they are uh, so basically uh, it, it's always a pleasure uh, we have two uh, two cars uh, we go for errands we uh, we work on things uh, it, uh, it's interesting and yeah. and we share we share memory the one thing about loopers is that since we pretty well all were at the same place, when we share memories, we know we know what we're talking about. That's exactly right. It's, it's fun to share stories with others who ha are experiencing the same thing. And it sounds like an absolute pleasure to come stay at your dock, so sign me up. I will eventually work my way there. <laughs> yes, well, you do that. Uh, and uh, the only problem I have is since I'm still cruising all over the place, sometimes I'm not there, but... Uh, even my son is my neighbor, and he's not a bad host feeder, I guess. <laughs>
Well, we will look for you. Thank you again for all that you've done for Loopers, and congratulations on your nomination as a finalist for Harbor Host of the Year. Okay, and I hope to meet Loopers all summer, uh, or Looper both. Miss Jazz is in Penetanguishin, and we will uh, get it back home on the Ottawa River this summer, so we will be crossing a lot of Loopers. Excellent. We'll see you on the water. All right, we've got one more finalist to highlight. Before we do, if, if the discussions so far have inspired you to become a Harbor host, you can do so by going to your profile on the greatloop.org website. There is a link there to get involved, and if you click that, you'll see a checkbox you can mark to become a Harbor host, and that is all it takes. Um, don't be discouraged if there is another Harbor host in your area. Uh, we do take more than one in areas because it just kind of splits up the, the workload a bit in case there's a lot of people coming through at once. So um, any member is eligible to be a harbor host, and we encourage you to do that. We also hope these discussions have inspired you to use your harbor hosts as you're out there cruising. And with that in mind, we've got one more, as I said, to introduce you to. Um, John and Juliet Kalashiabeta have been perennial finalists for Harbor Host of the Year, and we will hear from them now, and you'll find out more about why. John, thanks for joining me today. We want to kind of highlight those who are finalists for the Harbor Host of the Year Award. So congratulations to you and Juliet for once again being chosen as finalists for Harbor Host of the Year. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kim. You know, and I appreciate everybody who has all those good words to say about me. Well, and you've been nominated several years, so congratulations on that. Tell us a little bit about why you serve as a Harbor Host. Well, that's... Uh... That was kind of a no-brainer decision, I guess. Uh, as, I think, as you know, when we did the loop, we had planned. I was a charter member of this organization back in 1999, and I've been planning to do the loop, retired. Uh, we finally did it, Julie and I, uh, <clears throat> and we're going to do continue our cruising, and then realness kind of took us off guard, and uh, those long-range cruising plans uh, kind of got put on hold. Uh, so my my interest in staying with people and uh, who are doing the loop, staying uh, in touch with all aspects of it, kind of led me to jump at the chance to be a harbor host. It's kind of a little bit of an opportunity to give back a lot, which uh, I received through the years through other, not only from other loopers, from marinas, and uh, the cruising that I did. Right. So it also gives a chance to, uh, as I say, kind of do the loop vicariously again <laughs> through everyone else. That, uh, yeah. Well, through. and you, of course, you're in New York City, Staten Island to be specific, at Great Kills Yacht Club. Uh, tell us what you do as a harbor host to help your fellow loopers. Okay. Again, uh, I think I did start with the idea of how I would want what I would want someone to do for me, what I would want a harbor host to do. Here in, in, uh, in Staten Island and in Great Kills Harbor, as you know, we're kind of tucked away a little bit. Uh, but it is a place uh, largely unknown for people to kind of use as a home spot to, uh, to hit the city, so to speak. Also, it's a beautiful big harbor just to hang out and do whatever. So I, uh, I pretty much serve as a contact, an initial contact for loopers coming through, either through my email or the phone, uh, looking me up on the uh, on the website, and uh, 
doing what I can to make them aware of what's available in their Great Hills Harbor. When they do uh, get in here, if I can squeeze them into Great Hills Yard Club, that's great. Uh, they can uh, use our facilities. If not, there's plenty of room to drop a hook. I can help them uh, come to the uh, uh, to our dinghy dock if we go from there, or in some of the other marinas. Regardless of where they wind up, uh, I kind of reach out for them. I kind of uh, try to give them the lowdown on shopping, on restaurants, on maybe help make their way up to uh, up to transportation, finding the best way into Manhattan if if they want to go that way. And generally, just be a uh, all-around uh, uh, answering machine. <laughs> yeah. and, and also, I've done a lot of cruising up and down the Hudson and into Champlain and the different routes. And a lot of times, we will sit down with either one one boat or groups of boaters and do what I can to at least highlight the areas that they may want to look forward to on their trip up the Hudson. That's mm-hmm. the way it is. This part of the loop, anyway. Right. I always see some great pictures every season of lots of loopers in group, big groups that are taken at Great Kills Yacht Club. And you and I had talked earlier. How many boats came through roughly um, in the past season? Last year we had 120 boats come through. Not right. only not only first year loopers. We had a lot of returners, as you know, a lot of those who continued who made the loop. Uh, come up again, maybe go out east. Uh, we had a couple that went up the uh, up the New England coast for, uh, for a bit. A lot go into the Sound and uh, hit some of the uh, lower islands out there, out east, and and some just into Champlain. So we've had a lot of uh, return loopers and many loopers who were doing really regular stokers like I was for a while, just. Making their way north and then uh, then south again. So, 120 people kind of stretched uh, <laughs> uh, our resources, uh, you know, in the club. But uh, everybody loves it. Everybody, you know. And I think uh, it's something to see a uh, see a boat come in and, and to see uh, a lot of our guys uh, kind of hang on the word. People doing <laughs> it's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Well, and Don, just I, you know, my thanks to you. As I said, you've been nominated several years in a row, um, but you also obviously host lots and lots of members. You are a charter member of the organization, um, and besides hosting members, you've also had some other members of your yacht club welcome our members with open arms when you haven't been available. And there's been other members, um, even a family from your yacht club, that have done the Great Loop. Um, thanks to your help. So thanks for all you've done to give back after you finished your loop and to continue for doing that for years. We appreciate it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm glad to keep doing it. As long as, uh, as, long as I keep able to do it, I'm going to be doing it, Kim. Well, thank you so much. And, again, congratulations for being nominated as a finalist. I'd, I'd like to say one other thing, you know, just yeah. going out to people, uh, seeing so many of these boats and everything coming coming through what it is. And uh, everyone is different. Everyone's unique. But the one that struck me probably this year more than anything else, and I see the posting about our cleaning up the keys, is Wendy Wilson and the crew from Lusagal. If there's anybody, if there's anyone who's come in contact with Mia Wilson who hasn't uh, had their heartstrings tugged, 
uh, I, I'd like to see who that is. So <laughs> the state is great hello to them. And those, those are the kind of people. Those are the kinds of things that make you want to do this, make you want to continue it, just meeting people like that. They are, and the Wilson family is amazing, and they continue to give back to the association as well. So, John, again, thank you, and thanks to Juliet, and we will talk with you again soon. Yes, again. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. And I'd also like to read to you a few of the comments that were submitted by those who nominated John. Um, some talked about what uh, John said, that other members of his yacht club have jumped in to help, and one person said that when John wasn't available when they arrived, not one, not two, but four Yacht Club members help them find their slip, take their lines, and welcome them like long-lost friends. Um, so he's obviously instilled that attitude among his friends there at the Yacht Club. Another member talked about arriving at Great Kills a little bit later than most uh, in mid-November, and the water on the docks was already turned off. They said, John met us that afternoon on the dock and assisted with running about 400 feet of hose onto our boat so we could fill our fresh water tank. After the fill-up, he came aboard with a welcome packet that included a Metro card good for the entire bus and subway transportation system of New York City. He told us to just use the card, track the expenses that went onto it, and then just pay him back before we left. Then he drove us to a great Italian supermarket to stock up the boat. So those are just a few of the comments uh, from those who nominated John. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Great Loop Radio. Um, I know I enjoy hearing from these really outstanding harbor hosts who go above and beyond. So all of our thanks to them. And we hope those of you listening will uh, continue to use their services. They really do enjoy hosting you as you're coming through. We'll be back next week with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising. <laughs>